0: Welcome back to our 89th episode of the Launcher Farm show. We're interviewing Stephen Green with Park Regency in San Fernando Valley, California. In this episode, Stephen and I talk about why he chose his farm area and how he's stuck with it ever since. And you'll be shocked by what drove his decision. Stephen also shares how he stays relevant year after year in his farm by door knocking and how he stands out from the competition. And we also talk about what he does that brings in deals year after year after year. And it's actually quite simple. Steve also shares a super easy way to book appointments while out door knocking, and we talk about how many pairs of shoes he goes through each year with all the walking he does. Plus, we talk about a ton of other ideas you can use to grow your geographic farm. So be sure to check out this episode, like and subscribe, and enjoy the episode with Stephen. Welcome back to another episode of the Launcher Farm show. I'm your host, Ryan Smith, and today we've got a great guest. It's Stephen Green. Stephen is an agent with uh, Park Regency in San Fernando Valley in California. So Stephen, take a second, tell us a bit about yourself and why you're here.
1: Sure. Uh, I'm here because you you reached out to me from a Facebook post. Uh, I think somebody asked uh, for people to talk about their successes in, in door knocking. Yep. And uh, I read the posts, and 90% of them were no
0: successes.
1: (laughs) And I am, uh, for the sake of a better explanation, a door knocking fool. Uh, I enjoy door knocking, crazy as that might sound. Um, And I've sold a lot of homes in my farm.
0: Yeah, lots, that's lots awesome.
1: Yeah,
0: and that's why I want to have you on because I think it's something that a lot of agents overlook or think, like you said, don't have the success with it or they've tried it. They generally have the wrong approach. They're not sure how to do it or they don't stick with it long enough. So I want to dive into your successes, but I want to start with how you got in the business and how long you've been in this because that, that's kind of important because you've, you've been, been around for a while. And so sure. tell us kind of about your beginning and, and, and how long you've been in the business.
1: Well, my, my, my real estate story is, is interesting because my father owned uh, three real estate offices when I was oh, wow. growing up, and when I was about ten years old, I used to deliver his door knockers. Oh, nice! I I got paid five dollars for a for a farm area. Nice. And I'd walk up and down the street and put his door knockers on, and um, I used to run behind a stake bed truck and deliver pumpkins for for him. You know, around the. Halloween and so my father was a, a farmer that's awesome um, and, and an office owner and uh, at 18 I got my license and wow. I went to work at a coal banker office and it may have been called Forrest Olson back then and it just wasn't for me I wasn't good at it so I got out of the business and I went and got into the clothing business the garment business and I repped a manufacturer uh, a junior sportswear line. Nice. And, uh, the owner basically cheated me, never paid me a dime. Oh, wow. Now six months, I worked for him for six months, never paid me a dime. Um, but I felt, you know, uh, the, the clothing business was one where you either had a book of business or you didn't, Wow! if you didn't have a book of business, nobody wanted you. Yeah. So I figured no matter what this was to build a book of business. And I happened to be at a funeral. And a buddy of mine knew I had my real estate license and um, said, Hey, don't you have your license? This was 1986. Got my license in 1982. Wow. And I said, yeah, I get my license. He says, Oh, you should come work for our company. We're making money hand over fist and blah, blah, blah. And it was a rainy day. Funeral was over. I went home, got out the newspaper at the time. Cause this was pre-computer. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, pre-cell phone, pre-everything. <laughs> yeah. Well,
1: there's cell phones we had, um,
0: pre-smartphone. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh I started out, we used Microfish to find properties. So, <laughs> yeah. um, I got the classified ads and, um, I found a company, a real estate company. I went interviewed that day wow. and they hired me. Okay. Cause well, real estate, my father used to refer to it as a warm body business. You know, you, you get you hire everybody and then a you know, yep. certain number of them are going to work out. So this is a funny story because it it, 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 it has an ending. <laughs> so I, I took this job with Park Regency and I said, OK, great. I'm going to start this thing on Monday. This was a Friday. So later on that afternoon, my buddy called me. His name was Mark Steves. And he says, hey, did you go talk to he worked at another company called Pinnacle? You go talk to Scott Green over at Pinnacle? I said, no, I took it a job over at Park Regency. Is said, are you kidding me? You don't want to be there. Go talk to Scott. I'm like, okay. So I called and went over and I talked to Scott that afternoon. And Scott painted this big picture for me. I said, wow, this is great. I'm going to work for you. So I said, okay, Greg, I called Park Regency. I said, I'm not working for you. I'm going to go work at Pinnacle. So Saturday morning, I had an appointment to meet with Scott at uh no, and I'm using his name, so that might not be good. Yeah, yeah. There, there, there's an end to this story. And um, <clears throat> so I went interviewed with him. I, I, excuse me. I made an appointment at 9 o'clock on Saturday. He stood me up. Mm. I waited two hours for him. He said, no, I got busy and uh, come back tomorrow. Yeah. So I went back Sunday. He stood me up again. Wow. And uh, so I left and I went and called Park Agency. I said, hey, is there any way I can still come over there? And uh, they said, Sure. It's warm body business. Yep. So to end to to wrap this story down, Scott now is is at Park Regency. Oh, nice. He's he's involved with management. Yeah. And I've told this story at meetings before, so he's heard it. But yeah, yeah. yeah. uh, If enough people hear this video, somebody may know him. And that's why he's a great (laughs) guy. He's a great guy, but he actually got me to Park Regency by standing me up twice.
0: That's a good work in your favor.
1: Uh, Yeah. So that so that's how I got to Park Regency. And uh, my father always told me you list for longevity. Mm. If you want to be in this business long term, you must be a listing agent. You know, buyers' agents, I mean, you know, in this market, you can have one buyer and write 40 offers and never yeah. get a deal. Yeah. And you'd be a listing agent, and I can sell a house from uh, the Caribbean. You know, so I learned to be a listing agent and I came into the office. I, our, I, I had a bachelor's degree, I went to Pepperdine University, I have a business degree. And I came here and I've been around real estate my whole life. And the, the broker, who's now one of my best friends, uh, his name is Joe Alexander. And we're, we're almost like family. I actually consider him probably as much my father as my own father. Yeah. Um, and uh, I told him, I said, just tell me what to do. Yeah. I said, I'm going to do everything you tell me to do, period. I'm not going to try to think I'm smarter than you. Or... And he put me together with a, a, a mentor, an agent. Uh, whose name is ed koenig and ed turned out he was in 1994 he was the best man at my wedding Oh, nice! and i went with ed and ed never made it to, to to college i'm not sure if he made it out of high school but he's a hell of a successful real estate agent mm. and i just follow him i said just i'm gonna do whatever you do whatever you say to do
0: yeah
1: go buy this pa- pass out these iced tea pitchers pass out these jar openers pass up i did whatever they said and it worked and i've been here since 1986
0: that's awesome and it's in your blood and and in your in your history which is awesome to see that that pass on because a lot of people i would say when they get this business it's usually a a secondary thing most people don't get into it at a young age most people don't start out wanting to be that so it's cool to see that you did that had that kind of adjustment and then jump back in but i want to talk about the farming because obviously that's that's what a big part of what we're doing and i want to talk about the, the door knocking specifically because I think we, you and I talked prior, and we were talking about how you said it's a it's a dying art, and a lot of people have pushed away door knocking out of fear. I find I find it people do it out of not knowing what to do. They're not sure how to do it. They do it the wrong way. So, how did you get started with the door knocking, and and why door knocking?
1: Well, this our office is predominant. I shouldn't say predominantly. We're a very strong listing office. Okay. Um. So I was just thrown into list homes and i knew about door knocking cuz i had done it for my father and um you know they 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 basically said go find an area yeah so i it, it, it's funny how i picked my area <laughs> they said pick an area that has a good turnover and pick an area that uh you know you know my father always told me you want bread and butter homes yeah meaning I don't, I don't sell the multi-million. I do sell multi-million dollar homes, but not as my, not, not as my base business, Yep. you know, my base business in in, in LA right now is probably 800 to a million. But when I started selling them, they're 80, (laughs) 90,000. But they're, they're homes that, uh, that people buy every day. Um, You know, and people sell them, you know they they have three bedrooms and one and three quarter baths and they're 1400 square feet and when they have two kids this time to move to a bigger house yeah so there's enough turnover yeah so i picked an area and this 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 and i tell this to people when i teach farming to other agents in the office i picked my area my my initial area because the streets were straight <laughs> yeah no yeah. seriously that's that's good seriously i i the, the streets were straight and i thought Well, straight streets are going to be easy to knock. Yeah, and they had a decent turnover. There was one agent that was doing, you know, the bulk of the business in the area, and I said, okay, I'll I'll take care of him. Yeah, and and I I remember I started knocking. I probably started with about twelve hundred homes, maybe, and I would make three passes a month. Wow, I'd go through there three full times a month, and I went by so much that people were saying. How come, how come you're not doing any business? How come you're not? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'd have to learn to lie, you know, and say, "Oh, <laughs> well, I'm doing business. I'm selling houses over there and over there and over there. And I remember it was about 10 months and 10 months. I got almost nothing. Mm. And, and I want to say it was like a March or an April. Cause I think I started in, in May of 86. I listed 15 houses on, in, in the 10th month. Wow. And it's never turned off since then. And I remember when I took over my competition and we're still friends. If we talk, he he has no idea about this story. He will never (laughs) remember it, but um, I was out knocking and there was a flyer on the front porch. And back then flyers were just Xerox copies. Yeah. yeah. And there was a picture of a big, of a great white shark on the flyer. And on the top, it said, and I still remember this. I wish I kept the flyer. And it said, "Do you want to swim with the sharks?" Which was me. Yeah. Or do you want to do you want to work with with a guy like me? And I said, I knew at that moment. I said, "You're done. I got you. You're my." I, 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 so I I took it over, and he's long gone. He's still <laughs> yeah. in the business, but he's not in that not in, in that. the farm area. And you know, I I have done everything from jar opener years ago when it, when it was economically possible to do jar openers and pod holders and fly swatters and, you know, iced tea pitchers and all that stuff. Now I just do just lists of just solds, you know, but I've, I've put in the, the, the groundwork. Yeah. People in the area know me, they know my kids, you know, I put my kids on my flyers when they're babies, you know, and people when I'm out knocking now, you know, sometimes we talk about real estate and sometimes we don't know how is your son doing how's your daughter doing now yeah. you know so it's become personal and you know summer relationships summer door slams that is what it is
0: so you've been farming the same area then since that whole time
1: i've yes the same area the whole time and i and i've grown it you know it's grown from probably 1200 homes to now it's 3600 homes
0: that's a, that's a good size. And that's something I think it's important for agents to know that you went from a smaller size to grow into it. Because I, the mistake that I see a lot of agents make, I would say most agents who fail, it's because they went too big and they don't have the budget. They don't have the time. They don't have the resources. And then one of the things I talk about is it's better to scale up than scale back because so oh, yeah. many agents go in there and then they think, wow, I'd rather have a bigger piece of this big pie and like you did it's own those 1200 homes once you've owned that once you you crush it then you can you can scale up so what did it look like for you then to move into that next level from the 1200 how long did it take and what were you doing to to decide to make it move up
1: i don't remember okay how long it took but i just kept going you know my areas are blocked and i don't know how your, your your areas we don't really have in my area subdivisions okay so up there you may have subdivisions yep if somebody could specialize in a subdivision yep. here, we don't really have down in here. And, you know, where, where I live in Ventura County, we have subdivisions okay. in the, you know, Santa Clarita Valley, we have, which is adjoining you know, 15 minutes away. They have subdivisions, but in, in, in the central Valley homes were built in the fifties, sixties. They're not really subdivisions. Okay. Um, So I, I divide them up by streets. Yep. So Sherman way to Vano and Corbin to Winnetka hypothetically. And then, you know, an expansion might be Winnetka to uh, Van Owen to Victory Corbin to Winnetka. So I just kept moving down and nice. moving over. And b- the blocks are probably between six and eight hundred homes. Okay. Then um, I probably have seven odd blocks now, uh, right. blocks of of these areas. That's awesome. And I just, you know, as I went, I kept just moving. And and I've done that. I've taken on a couple of areas that I've given up. Yeah. You know, I worked them and I worked them and worked them. I got a few deals, but not many. I said, you know what? This is, I don't like this area. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. you know, I've just, you know, I've, I've, got, I've, I've had more than 3,600 right. and I right. have scaled it back down to, this is where, where what I like.
0: Yeah. Which is good. I and it's, my... it's manageable and, and you know it, and you know, you can do it and, they and, know and achieve what you want. Yeah.
1: And they know me because, you know, it, especially after the pandemic and that and, and, and just with, you know, LA's got a, you know, we've got a, a heck of a homeless problem, mm. you know, and, you know, people are a little scared. Um, you know, and I, I love my, my, my son, because he tried real estate before he moved up to Arizona and got a job in banking, uh, would go out with me. He'd just get a kick out of, you know, you know older lady would answer, the, would, would look in the window, say, I don't answer the door for people I don't know. And I'll be like, hey, Mary, it's Stephen Green. Steven, (laughs) you know, so it's like that, you know, and then some people don't do that. Some people, I don't know you, it's like, yeah, you know me, yeah, Yeah. there's no way you don't know me, yeah. It doesn't mean you don't like me, but but don't tell me you don't know me, yeah. So, yeah,
0: so so that's it's important because you've been doing it for so long. You get that, you still get rejection, you still get people saying no, you still get people opening the door to know you what are you doing then consistently to, to stay in touch with people? Cause I find a lot of agents struggle with the door knocking because they don't know what to say the next time they see them. They, they worried, like, if I keep going back, I'm going to annoy them they're not going to want to talk okay. to me. So what, yes. like, what is it that you're doing that often?
1: What, what I do is absolutely so simple. And I've had this discussion with, I've told you with, you know, even Mike Ferry yep. and uh, I don't ask people to buy or sell at the door. I don't ever ask you, you know, I don't say, hey, Ryan, you know, I think it's Stephen Green Park Regency. Have you thought of buying or selling real estate in the next seven days or the next, you know, year or whatever? I don't <laughs> yeah. say that. Yeah. And, you know, and I've been criticized by a lot of people saying, Oh, you got to ask for the business. Well, sure. When the time's right. Yeah. But y- y- you just hit it on the nose. There's to me, there's nothing worse than going to the door and, and saying, Hey, Ryan, man, I, I, I know you, I know you sell real estate and I've seen you sell a bunch of houses in the area when I'm ready, I'll call you. But man, there's just no need for you to come back again. I know your number. I've got your calendar on the fridge. Yeah. I, I, to me, that would be like, oh, no, that's bad. Yeah. So I just make it, you know, and, and I know, like, Mike, we've, we've had this conversation. You know, it's like, <laughs> we're not here to build a relationship. We're here to sell houses. And door knocking to me is about building a relationship. You know, it's a belly to belly um relationship building experience and yeah. you know it's uh, you know it, and I look at it as hunting yep okay so i'm you know when i get to the door it's just you know hey ryan steven green the park regency just dropping off uh, some real estate information dropping off a flyer some people then want to ask me a question some people want to ask me how my kids are some people want to tell me they don't need the flyer. Some people want to tell me they don't like me. Some people, you know, <laughs> are just like, thank you very much and close the door and I hand it through a little crack in the door. Um, you know, uh, so I don't really ask because I don't want to ever be told not to come back. Right. So what I'm looking for, since I'm in the neighborhood every day, I'm, I was in my farm today. Um, I'm looking for who's working on their house. Mm. You know, somebody painting, planting, doing a wet of construction, you know, I'm paying attention to that. Yeah. When I go to the door, if you say, hey, Steve, you know, eh, do, uh, does planting pretty flowers increase the value of your home? Okay, now I'm on. Yeah. That, that little thing is enough for me to say, gee, Ryan, are you planning on moving? And you'll say, no, I was just curious. I'm like, it's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can
1: ask me that random question for nothing. Yeah. So I need to ask more questions. Yeah. So now, now I'm on. Now it's not a friendly deal anymore, even though it is still friendly. But yeah. Now I've got to find out where you're going.
0: Yeah.
1: And, and then now I'm going to say, sure. You know, you know, the statistics are 65% of the buying decision is made at the curb. So, you know, a couple hundred dollars worth of pretty flowers, you know, does wonders to your house. So again, where, where do you think, where, where are you planning on moving to? And, you know, a lot of times it's nothing, yep. but then there's the times where it's, well, you know, you know, you know, Mary's mom is getting a little old and I've got a job opportunity in Tennessee and, oh, so you are planning on moving. <laughs> yeah, I was, exactly. like, so, you yeah. know, that's what I'm looking for. You know, or if they tell me, you know, I know, you know, so-and-so sold their house over there is, is that the, what everything's going for in the neighborhood? Yeah. You know, and I'm now I'm going to take that and, and now i'm going to start asking questions and seeing if i can figure out you know get them to tell me where they're going and most yep. of the time after two or three rounds of of questions they'll 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 tell me you know what it's in the back of our mind okay now now you're on my list yeah and there's no way off my list <laughs> zero yeah you know i mean uh, you know i hate to put it that way but you know, I'm going to now I'm going to be on you until we we, we we do business or you do business with somebody else.
0: That's perfectly ties into my next question. I want to ask you is that what happens with your list? What, what happens when someone is even there's a hint, like what are you doing past that initial conversation? Because again, I find a lot of agents struggle with that part. They can go out there, they can talk to people, and then they find someone who might be mo- make, making a move, and then they drop the ball completely. So w- what are you doing from there on?
1: Make an appointment. Okay. <laughs> if you tell me you're thinking about it, I'd be right. When, you know, it sounds great. You know, when, 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 when are you thinking about doing this? It depends on what they say. I, I think my best one was a guy, uh, Mr. Mr. Fa- LaFontaine. He lived on Penfield Street and he told me, he says, I'm retiring in 1,071 days.
0: <laughs> That's fine.
1: I write that down. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to show you. You'll, you'll laugh and see if I've got one here. This is what I do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's funny.
1: Picket fences. That's yeah. what I do. I've got my flyers in my hand. I fold one over so I don't mess up the flyers that I'm going to hand them, and I make my little keep picket fences on how many contacts I make. I, nice. I know people use apps, but they slow me down. Yeah, so I
0: hundred percent. I the same thing when I was in my door knocking days. I found that we tried switching to apps. We tried switching to, and it was. So much easier to do exactly that. I had a a scrap piece of paper and I would just just make my tally. Any
1: contacts, yeah. And then you know, oh, Ryan wants to to sell. Okay, Ryan, Ryan, what's your number so I can reach out to you? Blah blah blah. So when are you planning on moving? And you know, when do you want to make this move to Tennessee? Oh, in a year. Oh, okay. So we got some time, you know. But then I'm going to say, well, when would you like me to come over so we can talk about things you should do and getting ready? Because half the time that year is only two months. Right. You know, but if you said to me, well, we really want to be, you know, in Tennessee by September, I'll be like, gosh, that's four months away. You know, the a- average sale is now not anymore, but the average sale is 45 days and the average escrow is 30 to 45 days. So that's 60 to 90 days.
0: Mm.
1: You know, September is four months. Sounds like Ryan, we better get started pretty quick. Yeah. If you want to make it by September. So what 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 day when is a good time for us to meet? I mean, I'll take out my phone with phones now let's let's schedule a time yeah i'll make a, i'll make an appointment right there on the doorstep That's, i mean what else would you do somebody yeah. just told you they want to sell yeah you know i i want i'm gonna i'm making an appointment
0: so if they aren't booking an appointment with you are you doing anything to follow up with them after that or are you just put them back into the, the regular roster to follow if up they with?
1: tell me they want to move but they won't book an appointment yeah i like, well, why won't you book an appointment ryan <laughs> I mean, you 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 want to move? You you told me, so yeah. I want to help you get your house ready so that we can get the most money for it. Let's let's just schedule a time when I can take five minutes and walk through the house. And a lot of times they'll say, "Let's go, yeah, come on in." I'm I'm going in the house. That's awesome. You know, and it's so you know it's, and I know there 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 was a technique there. I mean, have you heard of Daniel Penley? No, no. He he was my first real estate trainer. We're still friends, and and that. And, you know, Daniel always taught me, he, he taught, you know, if you want to get in the house, you know, his big things like for sale by owners and that, mm. you know, and he'd say, so, you know, you, you know, you cooperate with real estate, you know, or with real estate professionals, you know, Ryan, only take me a few minutes, or a brief moment to see enough of your home. So I can tell prospective buyers about it. Mm. May I do that now? And you put your hand out, you know, and you're, you're like putting your hand in the house and you're, you're, you're already taking a step inside the door. Yeah. You know, that hand is kind of a gesture of, I'm coming in, <laughs> yeah. and you know, it's like, you know, so, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to get in the house
0: nice.
1: and I'm, but I'm going to do it in a very nice way. Yeah. I'm gonna, you know, it's like, you need me to help you get to where you want to be in the time frame that you want to get there. Yeah. See, I'm not shy to ask for the business. You know, I was taught you close and close, close quick and close often. Yeah. you know, Use trial closes. You know, find out if, 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 what they really want, do that, you know, if they're, if they're ready to go, they're going to let you in. They're going to make an appointment. They're going to, they're going to want to know what I know. Even if they're going to use somebody else, they're going to want to know what I know. Cause I've sold so many homes in the neighborhood.
0: And I think that's a key part too, is that you've been doing it for so long that people know who you are and know that, you know, so yeah. when you do say, this is the advice or here's the price or here's the ideas, whatever they can trust that, like you said, whether they list with you or not by being that expert and that specialist in in the community that helps get in the door that much easier. If you were a cold person that no one's ever met, no one's ever talked to, they've never heard of you before, it might be a little trickier for agents. And that's why it does take some time to build the relationships, to, to, to build the the name recognition and then to, to build that trust with people. And that's the, that's part of
1: it. Time and consistency. Mm. You know, they need to see you over and over and over and over again. And, you know, and, and, and to do that, you got to, you got to bring some value. Yeah. You know, maybe when you're getting, when you're just started, when you're just starting, you're going to use other people's sales in the area. I let people use my sales all the time. I mean, yeah. why not? I mean, yeah. you know, it's, uh, it takes time to, to build this up and to, to, to get the the trust of the people to have, to build up a reputation and, and that it doesn't happen overnight. And that's why people don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. That's why, you know, trainers like Mike Ferry don't preach or teach farming because he knows that it's going to take you six months Here, You might get a listing your first month out and then you think, rah, 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 I got this yeah. thing down and you don't get another one for 24 months.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, and It's like, well, that's a rough go. Yeah. You know, but you got to be prepared for that. Yeah. You know, yeah. and then you got to do it long enough. Jim Rohn always says, you know, show up and stay a while
0: hundred percent. That's, and that's what farming is about. And it's the yeah. consistency and it's weathering through that time. And for now I, the things I teach, I teach agents how to speed up that process. That's what I'm, I like to toot my own horn for, for teaching oh. them to do that, but it does take time and takes a commitment. And again, most agents fail in that three to six months. And that's that, that's the most critical time where the consistency over that first three to six months is what's going to set the bar and set the pace for you. And if you don't show up, or if you quit at that point, you've lost all that traction. You've lost all the work you put in, the time you put into it, and you can literally get nothing from it. But you were like just on the verge of, of getting that next deal, yeah. that, that, that first deal, and it's it's it, well, then it's wasted.
1: In, in my example, I'm a perfect example. It took me ten months. Yeah. And in the tenth, you know, and and Joe, the owner of the company, kept telling me, okay, you know, go 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 get this pothole, get that, and he's like, you know, and today the story goes, gosh. I was feeling really bad. I'm telling this kid to go out and buy all this stuff and spend all this money and nothing's happening. Yeah. And he kept doing exactly what I told him. <laughs> yeah. He's like, Oh God, what do I tell him next? And then yeah. I listed 15 homes in, in, in that 10th month yeah. and the rest was history. Yeah. And now it's a story to tell. Yeah. And you, you, the, the story is you've got to stay a while Because a lot of guys, they'll they'll jump areas. That area's not working, so I'm gonna try this area. It's like no, no, it's not the area; it's you. Yeah, exactly. And picking the area is very important. Don't don't go up against a guy like me, or 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 other guys. You know, people who are dominating an area. It's there are other areas where nobody's working. Yeah, you're just gonna take way too much time, way too much energy, way too much money, because you know I'm I'm spending three to $4,000 a month, you know, $2,000 a month, 2,500 a month. I mean, you know, so, and and I've been doing it forever. So, you know, a lot of times they'll think you or me, I've been thanked for lots of things that other people have done. So, and
0: and it's like you said too, is it's not just you have to be ready for it too. And that's where I find a lot of agents go in doing the right thing, but they're not in the right headspace. They're not in the right, they need to, their scripts have to get better. They're, they're, they're at the door and they're willing to do it. They're dropping off a flyer. They're sending out a postcard. They're doing internet leads or doing whatever. And it's like, they're not there mentally yet. And sometimes it takes some, you got to get beat down a bit. Sometimes you got to work through a bit of things. You got to, you got to get that courage up. You got to get the confidence. And then once you break through that, sometimes that's where that, that where you really unlock the next level.
1: Real estate is oh, what did i want to say it's it, it's a it's a business where people come in and they think that okay i've got my real estate license now people are going to throw some money at my feet <laughs> yeah you know and especially if, if you've only been in the bar in the business for 10 12 years you only know you list a house it sells and uh i get paid 30 days later <laughs>
0: yeah
1: I mean, I remember when we used to take, you know, 18 month listings Yeah. and we used to, you know, back in the early nineties, you know, we, you know, we had, you know, 14, 15,000 homes in inventory and they took a year to sell a house wow. and you used to have, we used to have to give away trips and cars and <laughs> we used to do a 10 K drawing. So everybody, every agent that showed it, put their card in and, you know, every, you know, every month or I don't, forget, I don't remember how many, how often we'd have a drawing for $10,000. Wow. And I mean, it was like you had to beg people, bribe people to buy your listing. Wow. So if you've been in the business for 10 years or less, you don't know that. Yeah. And when things change and everything changes, you're going to be like, oh, price reduction. What is is this price reduction thing? (laughs) I mean, I've got to go talk to the seller about lowering their price. Well, they they don't want to do that. (laughs) You know, we just had a class in the office uh, about a week ago. two, it was, it was maybe two, two and a half weeks ago on price reductions because they're starting to happen. Yeah. You know, and uh, what do you say? Well, y- you really set that up, and this is getting off farming, but you set that up when you take the listing.
0: Yeah, 100%.
1: You, you need to set that seller's expectation of what's going to happen over the next month or two or three, and yep. and what happens if we don't sell the house in two weeks? Or three weeks, or a week. I'm going to be back to ask you to reduce the price, and if you if you don't do it at that point, you may be afraid to go back and do it later on. Yeah. But if you do it at that point, you've already set the expectation. And some sellers will say, "Steve, is it time to reduce the price?" So no, let's give it one more week. Yeah. Or what? Or yes, let's reduce it. Yeah. Or you know, or they, or they won't tell you what you're not doing what you what you're supposed to do because you're doing just what you told them yeah. and you set expectations right out of the gate. Yeah. That's that's super important. You, you need to do that for farming too. If you yeah. expect listings just because you show up at their door, I tell people, you know what, I'm not the guy they want at the door. Yeah. I know that. When I knock on their door, I'm not the guy that that they're expecting. You know, so just because I show up doesn't mean they want to sell. Yep. And and sometimes they may get mad at you. Yeah. And and it may not be you. Yeah. It may be that they just had an argument with their kids or they burnt dinner or they got a speeding ticket or you know, they stubbed their toe. And you're the first person that shows up on the door and the easiest one to yell at. Yeah, exactly. So don't take that personally. Apologize for you know, just say, hey, sorry to bother you. Here's this some here's some neighborhood information. I'll see you soon. And go to the next door.
0: Yeah.
1: And the next day they may be rude. next time you come back, do go back they may be very nice.
0: Yeah. I had that in my own. I had someone and she swore at me, told me to ep off. I called back later cause I'd spoke with her husband before. And then she apologized and said, I'm sorry. She found out her husband ended up having cancer just found out the day before. And she was not in a good mood. And it's like, had I taken that personally? And I, I listened to that and told her I would, Oh, she's mad at me. Or I, I pissed her off or something. And it's like, no, it was her life was going on. And she actually thanked me for following up and saying, I feel so bad. I'm, I apologize. And we've, been following up for a while now they haven't sold yet because they're still figuring things out but it, it's yeah you, you can't take it personally and you have no. to just keep going through one of the things i would say is that same even even just like going out door knocking for one day or a week i said you can never take a slice and, and make a judgment based on the outcome from one week or one day of, of doing anything because yeah. you have to, to, to average it over time and then and measure it and i had one of the coaching clients i had a number of years ago I got her to go door knocking for a week. I said, let's just go out, do a test. We're going to track it, test the numbers And in, in the group. She shared it, came back. And her first day, she had a couple of good uh, things happen. Not, nothing serious. Second day, someone told her F off and she got upset. Second third day, someone got mad at her. Fourth day, she had a decent day. And then the fifth day, she got a listing appointment. And I said, right, if you would have stopped at day two or day three with that, someone telling you to app off, I said, you could have said, oh, it doesn't work. It's not good. I said, but it's it's that law of averages and you got to keep doing it and then and then tweak and, and change too but doing it for once or twice or trying it you're not going to get the real results
1: no no and you, and, and you got to put it in perspective it's just like a seller manage your expectations yeah you know every day i go out i expect to get a listing and yeah. every day i go out i i i don't expect to get a listing you know it's like yeah, i i'm going out to knock and okay so i, I view door knocking a little differently so here's here's uh, this is so I I I get paid very well, so so for me I go out door knocking. It's good exercise. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: I yeah. like to walk. Yeah, I get to meet mostly nice people. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah,
1: and I get paid very well to do it. Yeah, so it's when I go, those are my motivating factors. I'm getting exercise. I need that. You know, uh, that at 62 years old, if you're not walking, if you're not exercising, you're getting getting fat and your you know, <laughs> yeah. things aren't going to work anymore yeah. you know the old or lose it so sure. so i make door knocking kind of a game for me it's, it's good exercise i meet nice people and i get paid very well to do it and so it's fun yeah, it's fun awesome. and you know it, 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 i think if you put it in perspective it's it's not that bad now it, it, here's another one it's uh what is it now it's uh, 90 some degrees out here <laughs> it's, it's uh yep, 90 degrees exactly right now and it's only getting hotter this week it's going to be pushing in 95 this week <laughs> it's that's hot
0: yes it is
1: you know and it, it'll be a couple months will be it'll be 100 plus that's crazy i still knock in that wow and people say i said are you crazy <laughs> want a bottle of water? You know, more wearing a hat and sunscreen, I smell like I'm at the beach. You know, but uh, when somebody says that to me, I say, then I, I take that and tell them, "What type of agent do you want to work for you mm. when the time comes? Somebody that goes out and beats the doors in a hundred plus degrees, who works really hard and knows what he's doing, or a guy that's all watching the view." <laughs> You know, I mean, you want a guy like me, a pit bull that doesn't give up, who's going to fight for you. Well, yeah, Steve, you're, nobody works harder than you. I said, yes, that's true. So, I mean, you got, you got to know how to play this and you have to be able to think, you know, you got to be able to think on your feet. Words have to be part of, you know, part of your life.
0: So I went from a numbers perspective. Can you just share kind of what you've done? Cause just to put it in perspective, because again, you mentioned how often, how many doors have you knocked on? I know you've calculated and, and how many sales have you gotten over the years?
1: Um, I don't have an exact number, but I, I've, I, I've sold plus or minus about 900 homes in wow. my farm, um, and um, I knock. M- my contact goal is is 40 contacts a day. Nice. And I, I know I've you know read your 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 website, and you know y- you spell a contact a certain way, and most people spell a contact the same way you do. Yep. Contact me as somebody that says hello.
0: Yeah.
1: Answers the door. So I'm I'm looking for 40 people to answer the door during my door knocking. I average on a on a on a on a average between 15 and 18 doors open per hour. Nice. So it's about three hours, three and a half hours to get that 40 contacts. It's probably somewhere between 120 and maybe 150 ish doors could I think the most I've done is 23 in an hour. And actually lately it's been fewer. Um, so lately it's probably been 10 to 12 to 14. Mm. Um, so that's my, my goal. So my goal, and I make it through the, through the 3,600 homes and probably anywhere between 30 and 45 days. Wow. And then I just start back over again. And, you know, there are times where if somebody tells me they want to sell, I might, I hate the word stock, <laughs> but, but, you know, I, I see your Ryan's cars in the driveway and Ryan hasn't been answering my phone call. So I'll park my car three doors away and I'll knock because I knock all the time It nobody thinks, Oh, you're just knocking on my door. Yeah. I'll yeah. Grab a stack of a couple hundred flyers and I'll start three doors away and I'll get to your door. Oh, Steve, I've been meaning to call you. Sorry. I didn't call you back. I've been busy. No problem. Ryan. It's. You know, never yeah. too late to to talk. Yeah. yeah. i go to the next door and then I'll go back to my car. Cause I, I you know, I, I accomplished what I wanted to to do there. Um That's awesome. but you know, I I I I my goal is to go five days a week. Do I miss days? Yeah. Every now and then something gets in the way. Yep. You know. But to me, so my my personal mindset, my belief is if I knock, everything will be good. Yeah. If I don't knock, everything will not be good. Yep. Deals will have trouble. The appraisals won't come in. Blah 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 blah. If I'm knocking, most everything will fall in place. Mm. And you know, I, 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 I'm superstitious. <laughs>
0: okay. So
1: I truly believe that if I knock, things will be good. That's good. That's where my mindset is. If I knock, things will be good. If I'm not knocking, I'm gonna have, probably have a bad day.
0: Yep. And it keeps it going, which is awesome. Yeah. So, so I got a couple more questions for you yes. wrap up. Uh the first one would be what is your shoe budget cuz you must blow through a lot of shoes doing that much knocking cuz I know I wear my shoes out when I door knock. So how many so pairs I, of shoes are you going through?
1: <laughs> it took it took me a long time to get to the point where I wear tennis shoes. Okay. And I wear tennis shoes with a suit. I wear I, and I don't wear suits very often. Yeah. Cuz if I wear a suit in my farm cuz I've had this discussion with with Mike Ferry, <laughs> you need to dress better. Well, I wear a suit in my farm. People want to know if everything's okay. <laughs> yeah. You okay, Steve? Yeah. Why? Well, you're wearing, I'm wearing a tie.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, I have these park regency shirts. I have 28 of them <laughs> in black, that's awesome. and I think 12 or 14 in white. Yeah. And that's what I wear every day. I wear a uh, new balance, 1543s, 43s and, uh, and I do spend about $170 on a pair of tennis shoes um and i buy them six pair at a time two black <laughs> awesome. two gray and two blue gray yeah and i so i wear you know I, I don't wear the same pair two days in a row because they last longer yep they, you know it's uh and i wear tennis shoes they probably i probably buy new new tennis shoes every four months
0: <laughs> See, i knew it i knew you'd have that that's awesome so from a value perspective, you mentioned that it's important to bring value. You mentioned the flyers and things like that. So what are you doing? What are you leaving at the door? What are you bringing to the door? What kind of information are you leaving for the, the people or what are you bringing? Um, right
1: now, this was right now. This is what I'm leaving.
0: Oh, wow. For everybody.
1: Yeah. Well, wow. and it, it, It's two. It cuts, it cuts in half.
0: Oh, okay. 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 Yep. You know
1: that's, that's one.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: You know, and, and, and the backside of it. Yeah. So that's what I'm leaving. And typically, it's a six-photo flyer, um, it, like I said, if you if you don't have any sales, use other people's sales. Yep. I have my own sales, and they're all in the neighborhoods that I that I knock. So yep. I do that. Um, we have an in-house gra- in, in-house de- design deal, so I bring in the paper, and in you know three four hours, Ken has four thousand printed up for me.
0: That's awesome.
1: You know, and uh, you know I mail them. I, I mail them every month and i knock them um so i'm i'm typically telling them about my business yep and then I sent you the video about my ice cream truck
0: yeah that was that was the last thing I was gonna wrap up with because with, it's a cool a really neat uh interesting take on this. can you share that, that with the, with their audience
1: and, and what you do sure and we have a we have an ice cream truck a truck and uh you know a lot of times i'll you know i've got to a flyer telling them and again this is four of them this is a little flyer telling them i'm going to be coming out in the truck uh saturday you know afternoon and a lot of times i don't use that anymore because if i pass the flyer out i'm committed
0: right you know, so
1: <laughs> if something happens you know i i i can get away with not going but it's like right now i'm taking it i took it last saturday and i'm taking it tomorrow the 15th the 22nd and uh, the 25th of the month i like to take it three to five so times a month a month um and and i i i do when i when i when i talked about quadrants yeah i'll do a quadrant yeah okay six, five five six seven eight hundred 800 homes yeah it takes me two and a half to three and a half hours i pass out big stick popsicles okay. no choices one popsicle yeah you can have as many as you want but there's only one type okay um and, uh, you know, it's a, it's a van that that's wrapped. It's we own the van. It's our van. We've, yep. uh, and, uh, it's got a loudspeaker and says, you know, come get your free ice cream from Stephen Green and park regency. And it's just on a continuous loop. And I drive down the, down the street at, you know, half a mile an hour. Okay. And, uh, you know, people come out and get a popsicle and some just come out and get the popsicle and some, want to talk real estate. That's awesome. You know, and the, the way I ex- explain that is people who come out to the truck, come out in a good mood. Now, mm. th- has anybody ever yelled at me? Yes. <laughs> yes is the answer.
0: Giving away free. You know, I it's cream. like, oh, you're too
1: loud. You're too this it's false <laughs> advertising. You said ice cream, but it's a popsicle. It's like, Okay. You know, don't you have anything else? No, this is the free one. Yeah. Would you like the free one? Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. See how easy that was, (laughs) you know? So, you know, uh, you know, and uh company owns a truck and, you know, you got to have a driver's license to drive it. You know, you got to have insurance, you know, it's uh, you know, you got to put gas in it. You know, it's uh, we just had, which you talk about the truck, we just had some homeless uh, drill the gas tank. They drilled a hole and they stole probably $40 worth of gas and cost, you know, $1,600 $1,600 to put in a gas tank and it's happened wow. twice. So there's, there, there's some, you know, some heartaches with it. Yeah. But for the most part, it's a lot of fun. It's just another way of getting, you know, and, and whether you do an ice cream truck or not, I know you talked about neighborhood events and that yeah. you need to do things to differentiate yourself from the other guy Hundred percent. and to get people to know who Steven Green is, who Ryan is, you know, and then, you know, that way, you know, you want them to, all. I ask somebody is when you think about selling, you call me and give me a chance. Yeah. If you list with somebody else, so be it. I yeah. can't get everyone. Yeah. I just want to have a chance to get there and present because I'm good, and I know that. And I'm not trying to brag or anything, but I know if I get an opportunity, I have a really good chance of getting it. Yeah. And if I don't get it, I move on very very fast. It's just important. You know, it's uh, I, I I I I I liken that to. Uh, I know you're in Canada. I don't know if you're into hockey or not. Well, My birthplace
0: a, of hockey, come on. I know. <laughs> I'm like, I mean,
1: surprised how many people I've done Canada. Yeah. I don't like hockey. Like, I'm a, I've i had season tickets to the Kings for 32 years. Nice. So, and I like, I remember when the Kings won their first Stanley Cup uh, in 2012. And Drew, Drew Doughty, you obviously know who that is. Okay. So, Drew made a play, and he coughed the puck up at the at the blue line and straight in for a goal, goal against. The next time Drew was on the ice, he did the same darn play. He took it down and scored a goal. And his point was I a, he has a very short memory. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: And and I say you have to have a very short memory in real estate because yeah. you know when that happens, you know, it, it, I call you and you say, gosh, Steve, you know, you were our second choice. Or we were you were our first choice, but we had to go with so and so. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well thank you, I appreciate it. In my mind, I'm telling you to go to hell. <laughs> exactly. To, to your face or on the phone, I'm telling you, if you ever need anything, Ryan, yeah. uh, you know, I'm here. I've got a story for you on that too, before you've, if you, if you've got a moment. Yep. So I, I, I had a, a sale uh, listing that I had an escrow on Cozy Croft Street and guy next door lists his house with somebody else. And I had mine in escrow and I get a phone call. I was at the grocery store. So I answered the phone and he told me his name. You know, I live next door to your listing. You're on Cozy Croft. Okay, great. You know, um, you know, do you have a minute? Yes. You know, I'm firing my agent. Would you consider listing my house?
0: Yeah.
1: Of course, what I do. So, you know, I said, you know, I said on the phone, I said, do you mind telling me what happened? He says, well, I'll tell you when we meet. So I, I go to, to his house and actually my son was with me. And um, he tells me that uh, his agent said that Steve doesn't hold open houses. So he'll never sell that house <laughs> ever. He'll never sell it because he doesn't hold open houses yeah. and it's overpriced. He'll never get the money. I said, okay. I said, so just so we know we're on the same page, it's sold. And it's sold for 20,000 over list.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. He says, how'd you do that? I said, well, I can show you. Yeah. So let I so listed his place and I said, do you mind telling me what happened? He says, well, your son's here and I don't really want to want to say. And I said, he's he's a big boy He's in college, <laughs> you know. Um, so his agent hired a husband and wife team. And the husband held four open houses a week. And <laughs> wow. I knew that because I saw the signs. It was yeah, in my yeah. farm. I knocked doors and, you know, four house, four open houses a week. Wow. I said, wow, he said he had a ring doorbell, he said, and the husband at every open house had his girlfriend come by, and he was getting it on with the girlfriend <laughs> on the front porch with the ring doorbell <laughs> videotaping him. Wow! I said, wow, that's a first, <laughs> he said, so I, I went and talked to his manager, Yeah. and I said I wanted the listing back, and the manager talked to him, and he said it wasn't true, and he said, Well, can I show you a video? Wow. <laughs> so it was true. Yeah. So I got I I, I took the listing That's and I sold it. And I the moral of that, that story is don't ever take offense because you never know what somebody's gonna do to mess up their situation. Yep. And I don't mind being, you know, I'd much rather be first, but being second is is not so terrible either. So you know, I would say so
0: the last one to sell. That's the only one I care about. So if I'm not first, paid. Exactly.
1: Yeah. So, you know, it's just a matter of, you know, having a short memory. Yep. You know, if you tell me I've I've listed, I'm gonna ask you, have you signed? Mm. Yes, I've signed. Great. Best of luck. Yeah. You know, I'm here. And I've told sellers, listen, if something comes up and you don't think is right, call me. Yeah. I'll be happy to talk to you. I'm here to help you. Yeah. I never take offense. If they don't list if I'm out in the ice cream truck and somebody's got somebody else to sign and they're looking. I'm like, Come on, come on over. It's a popsicle, it's 35 cents. Yeah, come get a popsicle because I, I, don't, I don't have anything against you. Yeah. I do enough business, yeah. No, but maybe you won't be happy and maybe you'll then call me. Yeah, exactly. And if you won't, maybe you'll tell the neighbor, hey, you know, I didn't use Steve, really wanted to, but I had to use my my wife's co worker. I would have used Steve, he'd, he'd have done a better job. I mean, yeah. Exactly. Don't get don't get too carried away.
0: Exactly. So we always wrap up with the best piece of advice. So what's advice? One piece of advice you'd give our viewers if they're looking to get into it or and looking to do that in their farming? Uh,
1: you got to get started.
0: Mm.
1: You know, I, I hear all the time. I'm going to go when I get when I learn the scripts. I'm going to go when I get a flyer. I'm yeah. going to go. You know, just just go. Yeah. Get a business card and go. Exactly. And 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 don't think too much about it because if you think too much about it. It's intimidating yep. and, and, and just go say hello. I don't know what to say. Hello, hi, <laughs> my name is, I work with, and I'm just coming by to say hi. I sell houses, yep. I don't wanna sell. Wonderful, I've, my response to that, I don't wanna sell, so pray I'm not looking to buy. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Well, you know, they're gonna carry me out in the pine box. I hope not too soon. <laughs> oh man what do you what do you, you know you you can take this really serious or yeah. you can carry on a conversation say hi my name is Steve green with park regency here's some information on the neighborhood i don't want that oh you don't want some really good information about your neighborhood you know about what they sold oh, okay just leave it okay wonderful thanks have a great day look forward to seeing you again real soon i mean just yeah, super easy but go get the best yeah. advice is go and Never stop going. Yeah. And uh, along with that, best work, best advice, I, I have agents who, you know, here at Park regions. he'll say, Well, you know, I got to get back into it. So, why'd you stop? <laughs> yeah. And even if you did stop, why are you telling your mind you stopped? Yeah. It's okay to take a, a day off or a week off. The owner of the company will say, That's built into the plan.
0: Yeah.
1: If you knock every day for a year, you're entitled to take a day or two off. Yeah. That's built in. Yeah. But when you start telling yourself I'm going to go tomorrow, I didn't go today, I'm going to go tomorrow. Now all of a sudden your mind is saying I got to start over again and it took 5 years to build this up and I got to start over. I don't want to start over again. Yeah. Just go. Yeah. Don't great. think too much and don't stop.
0: Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Totally agree with that. It's consistency is the key and just get, get going with it and keep rolling with it. So uh, we always wrap up with the best book. So what's one book that had a big impact in your life or you think would have an impact on our viewers' lives?
1: Uh, would be, uh, Jim Rohn's, the five major pieces of civilized puzzle.
0: I love that book. I have that in my library. It's awesome. Yep. One of the best books I've ever read. So it's,
1: it, it's simple. And I think maybe after that would be any Jim Rohn book, but after that might, uh, might be, um, uh, the richest man in Babylon by, by George Clayson.
0: That's a great book as well. So we'll put yeah, that in the okay. show notes for our viewers so they can check that out. And how can our viewers check out what you're up to connect with you and find out
1: more about what you're doing? Um, well, I, I, I when you get done laughing, my, my email is my name, Steven green for re at aol.com. <laughs>
0: um,
1: yes, I still use AOL. Um, uh, but I still have the same phone number I had 36 years ago, That's nuts. uh, because I'm not a secret agent. Yep. um, so uh, my phone number is right there. there
0: no. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, Stephen uh, it's uh Stephen Green and uh, my number is 818 388 3045 and anybody's welcome to reach out. I've I've taken agents door knocking with me from other companies. I have no problem, you know, teaching good agents cuz I've got to work with other agents and yep. uh, nothing nothing beats working with a, with a really top notch, well-qualified, uh, like-minded agent.
0: Yeah, I agree. So I really appreciate you being on the show, sharing your insight, your years of experience and your wisdom and your the knowledge you've gained over the years, because it's, it's important to, to really look back and, and see where you've come in and, and where you're going. So thank you for sharing that with our audience. I know they're going to get a lot of this and the agents that decide to go out and put door knocking into their business and make that part of their farm will have success. But like you said, you got to do it and st- stay consistent with it. So thank you for being on the show. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. Thanks for checking out today's episode. If you'd like more videos like this, be sure to sub- like, and subscribe to our YouTube channel, check out our Facebook page and our other social media channels. Looking forward to bringing you more great content like this and happy farming.